Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Wednesday, Hump Day, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. All new pre owned inventory. All good, sorts of good stuff. Just got a check today of the. 2021 Ford Bronco, and that is a sweet-looking car. My good friend Kyle brought it up for Mark Lawrence and I to give a look, and that thing's got some giddy-up and many different cool features, including the GOAT features. You can basically take it anywhere, on-road, off-road. That thing will do the job for you. So that's now available for purchase right now, 2021 Ford Bronco. We have to check that out today at Sunbury Motors or sunburymotors.com. And, of course, we'll have Jerry Dulac today from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Steelers Radio Network at 335 with his thoughts, even as he updates regarding Tiger Woods' his accident yesterday and his current condition. He is still hospitalized, but out of surgery, which was a lengthy surgery on what are uh, compound fractures and a shattered ankle in his right leg. And he had portions of the tibia and fibula broken as well there was a rod placed into his tibia there in his right leg used a combination of screws and pins to stabilize his injuries in the foot and ankle too and doctors also saying that tiger suffered trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of his right leg as well and so it was a lengthy surgery to kind of correct all that now he is resting comfortably in a nearby L.A. hospital after that nasty single-car accident yesterday. We have some clips that we'll play throughout the show of yesterday's press conference with the L.A. County Department's uh, Sheriff's Department and the Fire Department who responded to that accident yesterday. Tiger Woods, 15-time major champ, 45 years old right now. So we'll get an update from Jerry Dulac about that at 3.35. And also, Big Ben looked like... He will be back as of now with the Steelers next year. Our Rooney saying yesterday after his meeting with Big Ben, he wants to have the quarterback back next year. Still have to work out the contract situation. So we'll see what Jerry knows about that. So we'll have Jerry coming up at 335 today. 
But getting back to Tiger, you're just glad to see that he's not facing anything life-threatening. And that was that was some crash yesterday. If you saw the pictures, it it was overturned and it was on the passenger side, and Tiger had to be extricated by the jaws of life. As you heard from maybe from the police yesterday, and we'll play this back a little later, Steve. It uh, was an axe they were using and so many other things to get him out. But luckily, he is well, you know okay what? as he can yeah. be, and it's nothing life threatening. Yeah, let's uh, let's take this through uh, a couple of different uh, angles, okay? Let's do that. And one is, uh, let's start with um, the, the amount of information we have is going to stay that way until the police report on the accident's released. One thing, Tiger Woods, that we've learned over the years, that uh, he has felt burned by the media. Now, has some of this been his fault? Sure. But he's felt burned by them. And his camp is very, very protective of him. Mark Steinberg is his agent. Everyone will tell you within the business that he is not a good agent. He's a great agent. People will tell you that, that he's a great agent. And you're not going to get anything more out of him that you got. Because that's not his job. Notice yesterday, right away, when he got to the hospital, what were some of the words that were in the statement from Steinberg? Respect his privacy. Right? Notice it was right there. Tiger's people do not talk. That's that's because of loyalty to him and probably instructions from him. So we're not going to get much information moving forward. I mean, you know, we got information from the hospital about what they did. It's it's you know, there's in other words, there's some mystery here. And the mystery is not with the leg or the ankle and the foot. They were rather forthcoming about that. But for example, nothing on the on the left leg, so obviously it doesn't you know, probably banged up, but we didn't hear anything about that. Okay. And of course we heard nothing about his back. And remember his back was worked on again December twenty third. That's why it was iffy about whether he was playing in the Masters or not. He had not he had not gotten to the point yet. Okay? He had not gotten to the point yet. Where he um, was actually swinging the club. So, in something horrific like that, how did his back come out of it? That's something we're not going to know. We may. We're only going to know when he desires to let us know that. Really, the only thing we're going to get out of this, I think, is going to be probably when the police report comes out. You're not going to... And that's just the way it is. That's the way it, it, it operates now with Tiger. Very close to the vest about what he does. He only releases stuff when he thinks it's time to release something. And that's what he does. He releases the information. 
Right? So that's that. Now here's the next part. Again, it's we're in a very difficult media time. Where and I've talked about this once. Uh, I've talked about it many, many times. One of the keys to this business, which is now becoming lost, and the pandemic has made you lose even more so, is you have to be on the scene and you have to quote, as I call it, get your hands dirty. Whereas you can't just be in the studio all the time. And because of the pandemic, everybody's in studios or they're at homes or you know, things like that. So what's the first thing we heard yesterday? We heard that they used the jaws of light to get them out. Now, in an accident like that, okay, that is a question to ask, and let's face it, there's an assumption. But the problem is, is I think that what somebody did yesterday is they made the assumption. That's not making assumptions is not reporting. Well, they didn't use the jaws of life to get them out, but it was an assumption by somebody based on the pictures of the accident. There's no reporter on the ground. Where's the reporter on the ground? Where? There isn't any. You get all people in studios talking about all this. Then the next thing was he was life flighted. Again, that's an assumption. He wasn't life flighted. I mean, I'm taking like these are simple details I'm talking about here, where assumptions are made just based on how the vehicle looked. They must have used the jaws of life to get him out, so we'll say it. They must have life flighted him to uh, UCLA Harbor. No. If you got somebody on the ground there, there'll be witnesses saying, no, he, they, there was an ambulance that came by. EMTs took him out. This is where you get bad reporting because people are making assumptions because they're not in the scene of anything. Now, that's a problem with our business. That's a problem with our business. That's not the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. It's not their issue. It's not the EMT's issue. Their job is to save lives. As I've, I've told my class once, I've told them a hundred times, and I've used it on this show. I'd rather have you be second and right than first and wrong. So, uh, Alex Alex Villanueva, the sheriff uh, in L.A. County, uh, has come out with a statement. And in his statement, he says that there is zero evidence of impairment and Tiger, it's just purely an accident, and Tiger Woods does not face any charges. Okay? And he came out with that statement just moments ago. So that's what it is. Um, and again, we are not going to get a lot of information about him moving forward until he decides he wants to release it. And speculating on it. Now, they did say they put a rod into the tibia, and there are pins and screws, ankle, foot. I'm somewhat familiar with what they're talking about the rod 
down the center of the tibia because uh, my son Mike, when he was a senior in high school, suffered a an injury in football at a scrimmage. And Dr. Wayne Sebastianelli, so look, you get in a spot like that, you turn to the best in the business. Uh, Wayne did the surgery, and same thing. He had to put a rod down the center of Mike's fibula. I mean, that's what he had to do. So I am very familiar, as the as a parent, the procedure. And the fact is, uh, they do marvelous. I mean, surgeons do marvelous work when it comes to stuff like that. It re- it's marvelous. It really is. So... All right. Anything you want to say about Carson Wentz before we move on? No, we're done with that. You sure? Yes. I'm just trying to keep you mentally engaged. (laughs) We're all good. Just want to make sure. Thank you. Make sure you're all right. (laughs) Anthony Poindexter, by the way, is uh, officially in as the... uh, Safeties coach and co-defensive coordinator at Penn State. And that was made official today. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Jerry Dulac. We're going to be talking to Jerry a little bit about Tiger Woods, but also about what he wrote about Ben Roethlisberger in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 to 15, and Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I asked him what his name was. Um, He told me his name was Tiger, and at that moment, I immediately recognized him. As mentioned by the sheriff, that specific stretch of roadway is one of our trouble spots. The nature of his vehicle, the fact that he was wearing a seatbelt, I I would say that it greatly increased the likelihood that it saved his life. That's uh, Sheriff Carlos Gonzalez, L.A. County Sheriff's Department. He says they looked, they've done speed work in that area. It's one of the worst areas that they have to, to deal with because it's downhill and it's 45 miles an hour and people go past 45 miles an hour. Alex Villanueva is the sheriff, though, in L.A. County, and he took questions from the media today. When he was asked directly if Tiger Woods would face reckless driving charges, he said no. This was purely an accident, explaining there is no evidence showing that Woods was under the influence of any substance when he drove his vehicle off uh, in Palos Verdes, California. All right. Um, You know, there's a chance that Woods could be hit with an infraction if the investigators determined he was using a cell phone when he lost control or was otherwise distracted behind the wheel, but it's a big difference between actually being charged with a crime. 
We do not contemplate any charges whatsoever in this crash. Villanueva added, this remains an accident. An accident is not a crime. So, right, so that's the story there with that. There's been some comparisons to Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan, who was in constant pain the rest of his life, did win after coming back. It was miraculous that he did. Uh, But he was always in pain. It took a long time every morning to get going for the day. But Ben Hogan was also 36 when that crash happened. Tiger Woods is 45, and nine years can make a difference. Uh, It certainly can make a difference. Now, this is where Matt starts doing old-age jokes, because now he feels that as the youth of the program, he has the upper hand. Nah, not at all. I know you're just being kind at the moment, but I know behind <laughs> my back... <laughs> hey, I mean, the suit and I, being best friends, are constantly in communication. I know what you're doing behind my back. <laughs> Trust me, I can fer- definitely deny that. <laughs> What, the suit and I are best friends? or you're... <laughs> A little bit of both. How about that? <laughs> Actually, we are buddies. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what we got going on today. The um, We're going to have Jerry Dulac on. Uh, and Jerry did a story about Ben Roethlisberger yesterday. But we'll also talk to him about Tiger Woods. And part of what I'll talk to him about Tiger Woods is the part I just talked about. Look, getting any information on Tiger Woods is difficult. It always has been. Some people are wide open, freewheeling, you know, they, they, they let you into every part of their life. That's not him. Now, we know parts of his life because he's done things. All right? But the... Uh, but when it comes to um, when it comes to the Tiger Woods details, I mean, how many? I mean, it wasn't until recently people even found out he had a procedure done December twenty fifth on his uh, December twenty third on his back, which is the fifth procedure, by the way. I think getting information is going to be difficult. I'll talk to Jerry about that. Then about the Ben Roethlisberger story. The Steelers have a different quarterback issue than the Eagles do. The Eagles don't have any quarterbacks. The Steelers have one that's ultra expensive and older. Sounds like the corner office, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, it's his team, so we'll leave it at that. The one in the corner office? Yes. But... He bowled 297. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Keywords 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. 
Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Steelers Network. Always great to have my friend Jerry Dulac on the show. My friend, I hope you are well. Steve, I am well. Good afternoon. I am heading back from North Carolina where I was checking out some real estate that includes yellow flags and white sand, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, and I'm wondering when the invite is. All right, so... Uh, before we get to the Steelers and Ben, obviously you've had such a great career covering all sports, and golf, of course, has been one of the cornerstones for you, and you had a, a marvelous relationship with Arnold Palmer. Tiger Woods, I want to take it from this angle. How tough is it going to be for any of us to really get any information over weeks as to how he's doing because of how tight his inner circle is? Yeah, there's no question about it. I think you're already seeing uh, uh, some of that with just the uh, uh, short statements and very guarded and and very few of them. Um, uh, You know, there's going to be a lot of questions uh, because of his history with such a thing. You know, know, we'll have to wait. Of course, they said there was no sign initially of any kind of, uh, you know, alcohol or medication. But the toxicology report uh, will would indicate that, you know, did he fall asleep? Was he on his phone? Um, obviously, he was going to a taping, and if you saw some of that video, Steve, he had his luggage. Well, the luggage was outside the vehicle, which meant he was probably heading to the airport after that to fly back to Florida. Uh, so at seven twelve in the morning. I don't think he was coming in from an all-nighter and a bender. I don't think that was the case at all. But it's right. still curious as to what happened because there were there was no breaking, there was no skid marks, you know. So maybe maybe he dozed off. And I'll tell you what, he's lucky when he crossed traffic uh, that he wasn't he wasn't broadsided that way. It could have been a whole lot worse. Absolutely, because remember, if they're talking about the speed limit, they talk about that stretch. The speed limit's forty-five. Uh, well, right. guess what? It's 45 in the other direction, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? right, right. And, but and even, it's, even the police said that that's an area because of the windy road where, it, you know, it might be 45, but people tend to be speeding. And, you know, the way in the direction Tiger was going. So, uh, yeah, it, it obviously could have been a whole lot worse. I remember when Arnold passed away, something I brought up is that Ben Hogan, for whatever reason, seemed to look down on Arnold Palmer. But I'll, you know, but I'll bring up Ben Hogan in this regard. We all know about his horrific accident, and even being in constant pain, he did come back and he won. But Jerry he was 36 when that happened and not 45. Right. You know, what, right. what kind of role? What kind of role does that play in this story moving forward potentially? Yeah, because it's going to be a couple more years before Tiger more than likely would ever be even be able to do that, if he can do that, you know, where he's healthy enough to play. Um, I would think part of the difference, too, Steve, is that, um, you know, the, the Tiger is no longer the most dominant player in the game. So, I mean, he might come back and be, uh, be able to play, maybe, we'll see, but it's going to be even more difficult for him to come back and be able to win because of the depth of talent uh, on the PGA Tour and with so many uh, new young guys coming in who aren't afraid to win and who are extremely talented. Um, So, yeah, it would be very difficult. It's a shame on many fronts, but just looking at it from a golf standpoint, 
you know, tied with Sam Snead. You know, you kind of, because you get to witness it, you kind of want to see him, you know, get that uh, 83rd victory. I never thought he would catch Nicholas anyhow. Uh, I agree. And so I, I, I think that would be a moot point uh, regardless. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough, Steve. There's no question about it. So, Jerry, now I want to ask you about Ben Roethlisberger because it, it, I think, tell me if I'm wrong on this. You get the impression Kevin Colbert feels one way, Mike Tomlin feels another, but Art Rooney the second almost had to break a tie on this moving forward. How do you view that? Yeah, I don't view it that way, uh, Steve, because I know that's been put out there, and I just think that's erroneous because knowing the parties and talk, having talked to the parties involved, uh, I never got that impression. Uh, Kevin Colbert is it would be the person who was just waiting to see that decision. The decision ultimately comes down to Art Rooney, no matter what anybody thinks. And so, if he wants Ben to stay, which I have been told, uh, and I've, it has been indicated to me that he does, and he, uh, you know, I was told last night that uh, from all involved parties that he did in fact tell Ben that he wanted him to come back. Um, so, and I think based on what I have heard from the quarterback uh, and based on some uh, conversations he's already had with Mike Tomlin, while not the sit-down serious discussion, the indication was that, you know, he would have him back. He wasn't opposed to it. Never told him, look, we're doing this. We're going in another direction. So I never thought it was one for, one against, and one undecided. Gotcha. Kevin Colbert, it's not that he was undecided. Kevin Colbert's job is to find out if Ben's going to be there. Okay, now what? And if Ben isn't going to be there, okay, now what? But I never thought uh, for a second it would be Kevin's call. Uh, they would probably, obviously, what do you think? But I think as the football coach, it's Mike Tomlin's, and as the owner, it's Art Rooney's. And Kevin's just somewhere in the middle, really not having to make that decision. Steelers have three playoff wins the last 10 years. Where do you think they are right now, Jerry? Especially with a 39-year-old quarterback with a surgically surgically repaired elbow that obviously is playing as hard as he can, but... You know, Steve, it's, it's, it's hard to say in this regard, but I, 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 but I do believe this. I'll say two things. One, nobody... Nobody, nobody, not you, not me, not the most fervent, die-hard Steeler fan ever thought they would be 11-0 and and 12-4. and Absolutely yes. nobody. So to come out of the blue like that, you know, I thought they were 10-16. and um, But to come out of the blue like that just goes to show you how, I don't want to say easy, but how easily those things can be turned around. Um, and so... I believe that the Steelers feel that having Ben Roethlisberger is the best opportunity to win, but uh, as long, and they are, this is what they're going to do, as long as they change their offensive attack and become a little bit more run-based. You saw them get rid of the coordinator. You saw them get rid of the offensive line coach. They're going to change their scheme. They're going to change their technique, and they're going to change their personnel to be able to run the ball. And if you can run the ball and have Ben throw it 24 times as opposed to 39, 42, 48 times, then because you can't run the ball, then you're much better off. And their defense, even losing Bud Dupree, um, you know, their defense is good enough to, to, you know, it's still in the upper tier of the league. Um, 
So I think with that combination, if they can, you know, go, they'll go out in the draft and get a running back, um, and they can run the ball. And there's no reason, there's no reason at all that they can't be ten and six. And again, roll the dice. A little bounce, lucky bounce here. Avoid the mistakes. Avoid the injuries. I, I, you know, you, you need a little luck. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say they're a Super Bowl team. I'm not going to say they're a division winner. But nobody thought they would even remotely win a division this year, this past season. So that's why it's hard to say, oh, no, they're a couple years away, because people kind of thought that this year. And let's face it, you're right. When they were 11-0, you sat back and went, wow. Right. Didn't see that that coming. Yeah, didn't see that coming. That's exactly right. Yep. And I agree with you. At, at, if they were to be ten and six, I would have thought them would be worth a couple of extra wins. Ten and six would be a couple of extra wins. Right. Four extra that's, wins. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And Steve, you know, for those, you know, when they moved on from Heinz Ward and they moved on from Troy Polamalu, they knew they couldn't play anymore. They knew that. They don't Agreed. think that with Ben. Ben in the second half of that Cleveland game. Three touchdowns, 300 yards passing against the defense that knew he was going to pass in a playoff game. There wasn't one throw he didn't make or couldn't make, and, and it, he gave no indication that oh, this guy can't do it anymore when you watch that. Uh, so there's no reason to think that uh, they can't be successful with Ben so long as they are able to change their running attack, which they will. No, I'm not saying how good it's going to be, but they are definitely going to change the scheme, the technique, and the personnel. Obviously, I don't know what they're going to do with free agency or the draft. We'll see We'll see how it plays out. There's certain holes they have to fill through each. What if the Steelers were to draft a quarterback in the first round? Would you be taken aback by that? I, I don't think they're going to do that with Ben back um, because – Having been back, and Steve, this is always their mentality. You know, this isn't a college football program. It's an NFL franchise, and they play to win every year. That's why they're successful. They don't play for next year or two years down the road or three. Um, The fans want to see him do that. Let's start over. They don't believe in that. So by bringing Ben back, that means that, that they believe they can win. And so they are going to address the areas that they need to help them win, and that's running back and offensive line. And so you will see them do that, uh, you know, in the draft. Now, at some point, maybe they're going to have to take a, a quarterback, but they really like Mason Rudolph. I think they can win with Mason Rudolph. They can't be – I don't think they're a Super Bowl team with Mason Rudolph, but who thought Neil O'Donnell was a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl quarterback? And Neil was a right. very efficient – NFL quarterback, and I think Mason Rudolph is the same player. Doesn't take a lot of chances, won't throw a lot of interceptions, but you know, high completion percentage, and you can win with Mason Rudolph. You can't be a don. You're not Patrick Mahomes and a Chiefs offense, but uh, you know, you saw him in that season finale against a desperate Cleveland team. Pretty yeah. good, 315 yards passing and two touchdowns. They like Mason Rudolph, and they're comfortable that they can be a winning team. With him, you know, it's not a franchise quarterback. It's not Ben Roethlisberger, but they feel that they can win and be a winning team with uh, with Mason Rudolph. Uh, what kind of factor, if at all, is the fact that Baltimore is still good, Cleveland is better, Cincinnati's not in the mix yet, but at least they've got a future at quarterback. Does that enter into some of the decision making thing 
here because of where you're positioned and what the other guys are doing? Well, one thing the Steelers all I mean, you have to, you know, one thing Baltimore and Cleveland and, and even the Bengals have had to do all these years is, and the Steelers believe this, but they've always been the team at the top for the most part, that if you want, if you first, first order first, you have to get out of your division. So in order to get out of your division, you've got to beat the teams ahead of you. And so typically Baltimore and Cleveland try to construct their teams to beat the Steelers. And so do the Steelers have to do the same thing now? I don't think they believe they're that far behind, but, but they're also aware that to beat the Ravens, um, they have to be able to contain Lamar Jackson. And so I don't think they're at the point where they are constructing their team based on the other guys. I think they're more worried or more focused on improving what they haven't been able to do, which, again, uh, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but, but it's the running game. And they feel yeah. that if they can do that, then, you know, they should be okay. They should be. In other words, play good defense, run the run the ball, control it, have a passing and game have, that could be that have, could be dangerous. Yeah, and have have Ben make the plays when Ben needs to make the plays. You know, you not you just don't snap your fingers and throw on a switch and say, Okay, Ben, go go throw twenty times and complete seventeen for three touchdowns. But um, look his career, his numbers, his victory totals um, his statistics all speak for themselves. The two Super Bowls, um, you know, he's an elite franchise quarterback. And, um, you know, they feel and uh, I'm, I'm, they have a better chance of winning in 2021 with Ben Roethlisberger and being more successful with Ben than they do with Mason Rudolph. And that's no knock against Mason Rudolph. It's just the reality of the situation. And life has a chance of being more successful when you're talking about Yellow flags and warmer weather. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. It certainly makes it more pleasant. Steve now doesn't. Sure. Do. <laughs> Figured I'd bring the conversation right back to where it began because I liked where you that's began. <laughs> yeah, that's it's always a good spot, my friend. Thank you, my friend. You're the best. I appreciate you. You know that very much. Absolutely, Stephen. And you know, I always enjoy chatting with you anytime. Jerry Dulac. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and also the Steelers Network. That was an interesting conversation about Ben. Can he call Howie Roseman about the quarterback comments and how you're supposed to play to win now and not build a college football team? Can we send that to Novacare? Paging Howie? This thing on? Does the, does the company know <laughs> that you're consumed with hate? <laughs> They knew what they were getting themselves into, especially when they put me in this seat. I begged you to get therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, All I know is that there are several people within the station that have gotten therapy, but that's the guy in the corner office. (laughs) 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 The The first... On the road to recovery, realizing what your problem is. And when they came in and talked to all of us, it all centered on one guy. (laughs) And then they asked Dave Ritchie about him. He said, am I allowed to talk? All right, so we'll come back with more in a moment. (laughs) I remember I was doing BTN. I was doing. I did a game with uh, Jim Jackson, and Jim Jackson's a great analyst to work with. Not a good analyst, great analyst to work with. And Jim and I did a couple of games together. 
And one of the guys, one of the producers said to me afterward, they said something about it was the best Jim. I said, boy, Jim really did a great job. You really gave him a lot of room. Is that how you always work with somebody? I said, yeah, I've always had a great believer that people want to hear what the analyst wants to say. So I've always had more of a, you know, because you see how I am with Dick Girardi, how I am with Jack. I I tell them, take all the room you need. Fans want to hear from you. I can pick up wherever. And um, he said, yeah, he says, because Jim's Jim's kind of been stifled a little bit. He's worked with what we, we call alpha males. This is the quote that, I mean, you're listening to this on the phone. He's worked with some real alpha males. As soon as that was said to me, I thought that, I thought about Dave Ritchie. And... Oh, no. <laughs> I said, I, I've been around that alpha male. <laughs> Dave, feel for you. <laughs> They're a great team. They're a great team. Okay, we're just having some fun here. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. Uh, later in the show, David from uh, Jameson, Dave and Jameson, uh, sent me some really interesting questions. Dave, I'm going to get to it in the final half hour of the show because we have a guest from golf.com coming up in the next half hour. And he asked some really great questions. Although Dave did say, I'm trying to live up to Doug and Wellsboro and Dick and Milton's standard. <laughs> These are good questions, though. Doug always asks good questions. Dick always asks good questions. Now, Dave's got these, and it deals with the financials. Uh, he mentioned Tony Knopp. He mentioned... Uh, Neil Kulong talked about the Big Ten football TV contracts. He said it's always an interesting topic. Now, it depresses the corner office because it it makes sports into a business. <laughs> well, no. He, he, yes, no, we've had this Kevin, conversation before. Kevin is the first one to tell you he feels that way. Yes. Okay? I'm not talking out of turn here. Okay, I'm directly quoting him. He says, oh, it takes away from the, what the, uh, the fantasy of it or something like that. Right. And I know what he's saying. I, I understand we want it to be that way. But Dave asked questions about how the about borrowing money, about debt, about intercollegiate athletic financials versus the university. And he asked some really good questions, and I was I'm going to go through them at 4:35. So Dave, we will get we will get to it. Um, at 4.35. Um, I was going to... Uh, I, I've got a quote from the suit saying, we'll get to it when I'm good and ready. I don't don't know what that means. That's not how I operate. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, guests from golf.com next on Tiger Woods. Then we'll talk about Dave's question at 435, which I, he asked three really interesting questions, which I want to get to on financials, which I think will give you some insight. 